The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. Hi there, you're listening to Get the Funk Out. Okay, next up I have Kelly Moneymaker, and if that name sounds familiar, she was formerly of the band Expose. She's from Fairbanks, Alaska, and she is she has a great CD out, and we're going to sample a little bit before she comes on. This is her song, Swampy Things. That was a nice, sweet sample from Kelly Moneymaker, previously of Expose. She's on the line. Hi, Kelly. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for calling in. My pleasure. Love that song. Oh, thank you. Thanks very much. I have a, a deep love for New Orleans, so. <laughs> oh, what a voice. Have you, have you been singing for years and years? Yes. I, um, I've been singing professionally since I was 13. Whew, look at that. <laughs> And uh, I've just been one of the lucky ones where I, I knew what I wanted to do when I was about two years old. Two? I sat on my dad's lap, and I told him <laughs> I wanted to grow up and be a singer. And then I started, uh, my parents started taking me around to nightclubs to sit in with bands when I was about 10, 11. And then <clears throat> I had the opportunity to uh, do a rock and roll show within a country show when I was 13. 13? So doing it ever since. <laughs> was this all in Alaska, or did you leave Alaska when you were... I um when I was ten and eleven I was up in Alaska and then when I was thirteen I I started recording and producing my first EP um, that I saved all my babysitting and uh, singing money from uh, for and I went down to Seattle and I met Rick Fisher who works with Steve Miller to this day actually and um, and he became my manager and my producer. So it was a it was a great thing. It was a wonderful experience. I was petrified the first time I bet I recorded with him, and he kept saying, "She's so quiet in the booth," <laughs> <laughs> and that's because I'd never been in a professional recording studio of course, before. Of so I was a little uh, little nervous. 
I bet. But you're so you were so driven at such a young age. It's just a pure joy to be able to do what I do, and uh, I've been fortunate. So I appreciate every moment that I get to do it, and I've been doing it a long time, and I'm just grateful that people are still listening. Now tell me about, you've, you've done a lot of music for uh, your husband's show, right? Days of Our Lives? Yes. He plays I, um, I got the opportunity to work with Days. They were looking for a new theme song for Bow and Hope, a new love theme. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I was watching Peter's Emmys reel, and I was just inspired. He always asked me to help him choose things for the Emmys. And I was watching uh, clips, you know, to put on the reel. And I was just inspired. I had this idea floating around in my head for a long time, and I never could finish it. And then I saw his work with Christian, and I was inspired to finish the song. And it just it came out, um, Kayla, Without Your Love. And Peter said, you know, that's perfect. Nice. You should take that in and, and play it for uh, Ken Corday. So I went, and I played it for Ken, and he absolutely loved it. So the next thing I knew, it was the uh, new Bow and Hope love theme. Whoa. <laughs> Were you blown yeah. away? Were you like, I, you didn't even... Look at that. Yeah, it was a very uh, fortuitous you know, mm-hmm. encounter. And and then uh, we had such a great response from the love song that they asked me to do a full album of love songs for days. So I worked with uh, Dee Brent Nelson on that. And we had very specific guidelines to write for you know scenes, and, and they created a new club that was more of a country-based um, venue. So mm-hmm. they wanted us to write songs in that genre, and uh, for specific stories. And so that was really challenging and a lot of fun to do. And I actually wrote the um, the producers of the show, the music supervisors and producers, and I just said, wow, you know, I appreciate what you guys do on a daily basis because this is not easy. No, not at all. Is but it, it was fun, and it was a, definitely a growing experience for me. I had a great time, and I got to work with uh, a lot of people on the show, Nadia Bjorlin and Kyle Lauder, Tanya Boyd, Peter Sang Something, uh, Ariane, uh, Ari Zucker. So we, we had a great time in the studio and uh, forged some, some deeper friendships as well. Now, for those just tuning in, we're talking with Kelly Moneymaker, who was previously with Expose. How did you end up with this band? With Expose, it was, uh, you know, my friends call me Forrest Gump or Forrest Money <laughs> because they, they always laugh at the strangest things happen to me. <laughs> and they always end up working out in my favor. Um, I was in LA and I just, I was sitting in at some, uh, jam Mm -hmm. and I I met this woman named Shelly Percival, who is in her own right, a very talented, wonderful singer songwriter. And she's also married to Don Defaria from Miami Sound Machine. So I met her and we hit it off as friends. And, and then she's really close with, uh, Jeanette Gerardo from Expose. And Jeanette had said to her, we cannot find a replacement for Joya. Joya had in, she had a cyst on her vocal cord, and so she had to, um, you know, stop singing for a while mm-hmm. so she could heal. So they had gone through many, many people trying to find the right fit. And Shelley said, I just happened to meet this, this person, and I think you would really like her. So the next week, I hooked up with Jeanette. We met at Jerry's Deli. <laughs> we got jacked up <laughs> on a ton of iced teas and, uh, and just chatted for like three, four hours straight, and I, I felt it. like I'd always known Jeanette. Oh, and to it. this day, we're still very, very close friends. That is great. That, what a story. Now, is Expose still performing, or did you disband with this group? Uh, we, 
the group disbanded in 96 because the production company pulled the group from Arista. Um, and because of that, I was able to get out of the contract and therefore the girls were able to get out of the contract as well. Um, and then we tried to get back together and get things off the ground, but I had already been out on my own for a long time at that point. So I wanted to continue doing the type of music that I'm doing now. And, um, so Joya, we asked her to come back, um, and she healed herself by then. And so they're out and they fought for the trademark. They won the trademark from the production company. Okay. And now they're out touring on their own. And Jeanette just opened for Babyface with her own original material, which I'm very, very proud of. Um, she's been a huge fan of Babyface's for a long time. And it's just nice that she had that opportunity to, to work with one of her heroes. That is great. Yeah. And so they're, they're, they sound incredible. They're out there singing and performing. and They look fantastic. They're singing great. And I'm just really, really, really proud of my sisters. <laughs> you know, I think I saw them on Facebook, and I friended them on Facebook. I saw something about them, and I thought, oh, I wanted to find out more about that, because I thought they disbanded, and I didn't know they were still going. No, they, um, they won a long, hard battle uh, court case against uh, Pantera Productions. Mm -hmm. And now that they own the name, they can go out and tour. Um, so I'm just glad that they're out there, and I hope that people go out and support them, because... They won't be disappointed. They put on a tremendous show. We we actually, um, all four got together just recently. They came through L.A., and we had a dinner, and we got to hang out. And then before that, a couple years back, we all four stepped on stage for the first time ever with all four of us, and that was for Gay Pride. They they called me up on stage, and, and uh, they gave me a mic, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> I was... I was dancing around, but I didn't remember the lyrics. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I was going to say, what was that like all this time getting up there? It was fun. We just have a, a great camaraderie. And, okay. you know, I, I equate it to when you've been in a, a group like that and you go through so many different experiences in your life and you're traveling, you're in each other's faces every day, and, um, you know, you're a real team, mm -hmm. and you have to stick together to fight through things. And it forges a bond that you can't quite explain, but I equate it to being in a foxhole and forging those friendships. And then, <clears throat> you know, you just, um, you always have that with those people, even if you don't talk every day. I, I, I rarely get to speak to Anne, and uh, anytime we pick up the phone, we're right where we left off, you know. You know, and that's rare. That's, it doesn't yeah. always happen because um, I've played with different people. I play guitar, but, you know, it's hard to find that dynamic that clicks really hard. And it's true. And the producers, when I, you know, I basically met Jeanette and then I flew to New York to, to meet with Anne and then I didn't come home ever. <laughs> <laughs> we got in the studio and started recording because the producers were like, this is a blend that you just don't walk away from. And, um, and it was true. It was, it was definitely an incredible blend. And usually you find that with only siblings. Yes. So we had this magical blend, but it goes deeper than that, too. There's just a lot of love and respect for each other. And there are some girl groups out there that were really fighting, but we always got along really well. And Joy and I have never really had the, the opportunity to hang out too much because it's either been, you know, she's the, the primary member of the band, and then I came in and replaced her, mm -hmm. you know, for six years, and then she came back. So we've never really had the chance to hang until just this last uh, visit, and we got along beautifully, and it was just so nice because it, even though I don't know her as well as the other two, yes. there's still this bond because we're in this group 
you know. That is so part nice. Of that is so nice. Now, uh, what's what's going on with you now? I know you, you've got all the stuff. I put it up on my blog, which is, by the way, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. But you've done some stuff for TV and commercials, The Tonight Show. You're so busy. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't sleep much, uh, <laughs> so I'm always busy doing something. Mm-hmm. And I just I love being creative, so I'm fortunate that I get the opportunity to do that in many different ways. Um, I write for a licensing house called Riptide Music. I've been part of their family for I don't know about almost ten years now, and so I. I can submit and write whatever songs or genres I like and submit those songs, and they go into TV and film and trailers and all kinds of different video games. So I've had some um, successes there, and it's been a lot of fun because I get to put on these characters and be someone else and create these tunes, and nobody, if they heard them, they wouldn't even think they were me. So it's like playtime. It's sort of acting, I guess. Peter talks about you know playing cowboys and Indians. Yes. And that's what acting's about, and it's the same with music. Is it funny, all these years seeing your husband, you know, this heartthrob, all these, you know, women talk about Bo, Bo on Days of Our Lives. By the way, we're talking about Peter Reckle is his last name. Yes. Um, well, it's not weird now. In the beginning, when we first started dated, dating, it was a little bit overwhelming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd never seen the show. I used to be in a band um, when I first moved to Los Angeles that would kick me out of the band house at noon every day so they could watch the show, all the guys in the band. And they kicked me out so I actually never saw the show because I was always cooking or, you know, listening to music or Funny. doing something. And I would annoy them while they were watching Days Far Lot. Trying to watch so the show. they kicked me out. And then I met Peter at a charity and I knew he was someone because he had all these women chasing him around. Um, <laughs> but I didn't know who he was or what he did. And mm-hmm. Then we ended up meeting, and uh, and he was just such a, I don't know, he's just a very, very genuine soul. He's that's he's a beautiful man. That's all I, I can say. He's just a wonderful. a wonderful, beautiful man that I get to share my life with, so I'm, I'm a very lucky girl. You are blessed, yes. Now tell me, where can people find out more about you? I have a Facebook page. It's Kelly Moneymaker on Facebook. Mm-hmm. It's um, Kelly Moneymaker on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I have kellymoneymaker.com. My um, new album, Race Against the Sky, just dropped on October 1st. Yay, congratulations. And I'm very excited about it. It took nine years to complete this project because I took time off to be with my daughter. And and I just wanted this record to be as good as it could possibly be. So I took my time making it. I hope everyone enjoys it. And we have drop cards as well. So on the website, you can go to the shop page and people can hit the order button, and when they do that, I can either send them a code that they can download electronically, or I can send them the drop card, and they can give it as a stocking stuffer or a gift to uh, friends for the holidays. There's also a a free Christmas song with the download card as well. You know what I could do? I could post this information over my blog after the show. Oh, thank you. Yeah, sure. That would be great. And uh, I'll put that information on there, and then I'll put a link to your website. Thank you very much, Janine. I appreciate that. Oh, you're so welcome. Now, when are you... I'm going to click on your tour button. <laughs> when are you performing? We are going to do a reunion date with the uh, original In the Black, the band that recorded the record with me on December 5th. And then January 30th, I have a show with the Blue Bonnets from Texas, which is Kathy Valentine. I know. I love them. 
Yes, yes. <laughs> so um, I'll be performing with them at uh, Molly Malone's on January 30th. Oh, and I think yeah. the doors open at 8 o'clock that night. Okay. And it's loaded with female rock and roll talent. So <laughs> I'm very excited to be part of the showcase, and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. So I hope you can join us for that. Oh, I would love to. I would love to. All right, so I'm looking at your upcoming schedule. So you don't have that on, I, I don't think it's on the website. I yet. don't have that up yet because okay. I'm waiting for the promoter to give me all the details. Okay. So okay. I don't want to confuse anyone. I want to make sure I put the right information up there, but it'll be up there soon. Okay. I'll December put it 5th, I'll be at Genghis Cohen, uh, which is at 740 North Fairfax Avenue. I happen to know that place by heart because I play there so often. Okay. Uh, and uh, we're there at uh, 830 on December 5th, with the original In the Black, um, right. which features Herman Matthews from Tower of Power, and uh, Mike Minnell, who's played with Sir Tom Jones, Kenny Loggins, and Jimmy Buffett. Mm-hmm. And we have Gabriel Moses on guitar, who does music for Parenthood and White Collar, mm-hmm. and myself. And we're going to just, you know, have a, a good time seeing each other again. We haven't seen each other since we made the record, so... This and that, that'll be, be a fun night as well. Sounds great. And then the okay. January 30th gig will be for my touring band. I'm taking notes. I'm going to put this on my blog when we're done. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to thank you so much for calling into the show. You want to add anything else before we wrap? I just want to say happy holidays to everybody. Um, it's a time to wind down and really appreciate your, your friends and family. Yes. And I wish you all a wonderful holiday season. And I really thank you for um, having me on the show. Oh, thanks, Kelly. I'm so glad you were able to call in. Thank you. Kelly, Have a great Moneymaker. day. All right, thanks, Kelly. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was Kelly Moneymaker who called in, and I'm going to put uh, this interview up on my blog within the next hour, and the blog is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. And uh, just love talking to all these new artists that you know I've been wanting to connect with, and I know Kelly was in Exposé years ago, and I used to listen to her music, so it's so great to hear all the interesting things she's doing. Very inspiring. If you want to find out about being a guest on the show, it's very easy. Just send me an email to Janine, that's J-A-N-E-A-N-E, at KUCI.org. Coming up next, Sheldon Abbott with Cure for the Blues. Let's listen to a little bit more of Kelly's song. This is Swampy Things. Have a great Monday, everybody. I'll be back here next week.